0: Well, hey welcome back to real talk he's joe i'm brad it's 2021
1: here we go do you
0: know what we talked about the first real talk of 2020
1: uh, no weird old testament laws cooking anybody in their <laughs> cooking anything in its mother's milk just seems utterly i mean right wow. it just doesn't seem utterly. like it should be done circumcision have you, uh that was a couple weeks later oh that's good we are going to have a real conversation about what the Bible says about circumcision, which includes parts of our bodies. So if you can't handle that, you probably should go to another channel. That's a lo- that's like 10 years ago. <laughs> it does it feels feel like, like a decade. A long time ago. You know, it's been a long time since we've had a Real Talk. I know. Which Why is... is that, Pastor Joe? I guess our cameras don't work. <laughs> YouTube channel's <laughs> we, busted. It must be down. Everything's down. I don't even know. We, we had to mean, take a couple of weeks off. We did take a year.
0: Part of it was mm-hmm. Christmas, but we had to stop a
1: little soon. Tell us why. Well, we were scheduled to do a white elephant gift exchange, we which I missed. still coming. Yes. But we stopped because I got COVID. Because uh, maybe we talked a lot about COVID. Maybe we talked too much about COVID on Real Talk, <laughs> and it's because of that you gave it to me. Or maybe I got it from this guy. I don't even know. Like, Where do you get COVID? I haven't gotten it. Ah, uh, in December I got COVID and my whole family got COVID. Yep. And because of that, it just kind of changed December and yeah. Real Talk. And I'm glad I didn't do Real Talk with you because I'm glad you didn't do it. Because you would have gotten probably. Yeah. Although we are. Yeah, distant. We're good. So I'm glad you're back yeah. and you're
0: feeling better and your yeah. family's feeling better. Yep. yep. Did you lose your taste or smell? I
1: did not. That's got to be weird. It is because my family still. So there's five of us, three of us lost taste and smell, and two of us didn't. But the two of the three still don't have it. They're like 20 plus days into COVID world. No, 25 wow. days into COVID world, and they still don't have taste and smell. I think it would be a good health, like a Whoa. dieting plan. It seems if I like you lost, wouldn't really want to eat. If I lost my taste and smell, I might lose 10 pounds, which <laughs> I could use. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm not asking for that. I don't want. I don't want to lose my taste and smell. Yes. It's weird. So going
0: into this, you know, all through the spring, summer, fall, you have a certain opinion about COVID, like we all do, and then you get COVID, and and Ooh. so you can't have that opinion until you've had it. So has it changed your outlook
1: question. on COVID? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think I've always taken COVID seriously. My hmm. opinion, I've taken COVID seriously. Always knew it was a, you know, a nasty thing, and you certainly wouldn't want to get it. And Tried to mask up and wash my hands. I'm, I'm a germaphobe. Right. So, but also someone that feels like we should live. And so I look back and I go, I don't regret anything me, I, I did or anything my family did. Yes, we contracted the pandemic. It was living inside of me. Um, I wouldn't. Is that so? <laughs> that's very dramatic. <laughs> well, when you hear all this news for all of 2020 and then you actually get COVID. Yeah. That's a part of it that's like kind of messes with your head because you, obviously march and april and may and june being I mean still to this day is people that are really struggling right. when that's like when you have that it's mentally like a struggle it's hard right so I, I, you know i wouldn't wish covid on anybody it makes me so sad to have people i know that have died and who are you know struggling I, but I, I don't think we took any unnecessary risks as a family yeah. i wouldn't have changed anything and it took took us time. I mean, my, my sons got through it really quick. Yeah. My wife and I were old, right? So it took us longer and we kinda cycled for a while and it's not fun to be isolated and quarantined while you're sick and yep. friends dropping groceries off, which was awesome. That was kinda yeah, yeah. fun. That's cool. But yeah, yeah, it was it was different and glad yeah. to be on this side of it, thankful yep. that it wasn't worse and grateful for health and doctors and all that jazz. Definitely. Well, we're glad you're back. And Thanks. And you're feeling good. Yeah. Did you watch the news at
0: all while you were at home, quarantine? Um,
1: yes, I did watch the news. And you know what's great is I was sick all during the end of 2020. And there's really nothing to report right. about. You know, like November and December. I mean, nothing mean There's nothing on in the news. And then into the early days of January at sure. 21. I sure. Mean, it's just pretty, pretty quiet. I, I would think you would describe them as non-eventful <laughs> days. In our life and world.
0: Yeah, right. Okay, we got to talk about it because
1: it's nuts right now, right? So let's just
0: look the last couple of months, just the trajectory of things that are going on in the world, in our country, right? So obviously,
1: the pandemic has been going on for, you know, we're chasing a year now. I know. Let's stop one second. I just saw this. This It's fascinating. This time last year was the first time we were all really hearing about it. That's right. It's like January 9, 10, 11, 12. If you go back to the news then in yep. 2020, it was like COVID. You know, this weird thing coming out of China. Like, And we're all like, yep. oh, that's kind of weird. It was the first time we're all hearing about it. it was a yes. year ago. A year. I don't think we thought that it was going to look like this, right? No.
0: So that's been going on, obviously. We had an election in the fall, and the ramp up to that was nuts and made me get off social media because it was too crazy. And then even over the past couple of months, that that election stuff really hasn't resolved itself, at least no. in the public court of opinion. So you got the madness from that. And then of course, last week we have this thing happen at the Capitol where protesters turn into maybe something different than just a protest Yikes. and mob um, the Capitol, right? And so it's like, you're just watching and going, man, what is going on? on right now. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Like, what is going on and what should we be thinking about it? Mm -hmm. And probably we should just say this. We're probably going to disappoint people, but we're not going to have, there's no like clear cut
1: statement on this, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Like we're trying to muddle our way through it like everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we can have opinions and perspectives on it. I mean, there's certain things that are clearly wrong. Like, oh, I mean, Killing people, Vi- right, right, violence, violence wrong. I mean, wrong. just biblically wrong. The way people were treated, the way uh, police officers were treated, the destruction of the destruction property, of property at any level, just wrong. wrong. Yeah. It, so there's no discussion about that, right? I I think there's a lot of just tension, and I think it is when you know, like when you get tired, do you get stressed easier. Oh, good. Yep. You know, when you're physically depleted. Yeah. So it's like our, our, we're so composite. So I think as a country, we're all tired Tired, physically, emotionally. We're tired of politics and social media. We're tired of injustice. We're tired. We're fatigued collectively. Yeah. And I think that's at play at some of the tension. Where I'm tired and fatigued emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, I can't see straight. Yep, yep. And I think collectively as a country, we're at that point. And I think every time we look up, we think, "Well, we're just going to get around this turn and it's going to get better. We're just going to get around this turn and it's going to get get better. We're just going to... And we get around the turn, and it's not getting better. Right. Seems like in some ways it's right. getting worse. And yes, what happened in the Capitol is just another example. I think there's people that went there that day to protest. There's oh, nothing right. if We're going to talk that. about this. We actually
0: actually talk about there's it. There's nothing wrong with sides,
1: that. right? But then there's a group of people that went way rogue and right. went from protest to violence. Right. And it's not right. Correct. And we're just all watching this stuff on the news and the social media yeah. and trying to sort through it. And I think we're all tired. And I'm not sure any of us are seeing any of it actually clearly. Right. It might be better to call like somebody from Britain or, you know, Africa and who's ask not them living who's yet. not in it yeah, yeah. to give us perspective yeah. because maybe they would be able to help. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to my mom this morning. She's in her 70s, and she said to me something I thought was interesting. You know, you talk about how do we process all that's going on. And here my 70-year-old, 70-plus-year-old mom goes something like, um, I wish there were some grown-ups left. Yeah. It's like, So I think one yeah. of the ways we're looking at our world, she's like, where's the grown-ups? Where are the people in our society? Where are the people locally and nationally and internationally that are grown-up enough to be able to see all sides of this? Yeah to understand and be sad and mourn the things that are wrong about all of this to understand and try to appreciate why humans act the way they do why we do what we do to be able to call the things that are wrong wrong yep. and the things that are right right and the things that are debatable and opinion opinion we're the yep. grown-ups in our world in our right. country are there any grown-ups left what she said to me yeah, in yeah. Washington DC and I think we grieve as we try to make sense of this. Like, who can we even turn to and go, we're going to be able to hear an objective, honest, grown-up, mature perspective yeah. on the things we feel. And I think we're struggling with that.
0: Yeah. So listen to this. And like, maybe this will bring on the hate mail. Sorry. I, I, don't, I don't want this to be, this is not pointed at any single individual. Okay. Proverbs 29 verse 2 says, when the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. And I just thought, man, as a culture right now, are we just, it's a collective groan to what you were just saying of like, oh, we're just tired and we don't know where to turn. And again, please don't hear me saying the wicked is directed at any one person. I think it's Mm -hmm. even the system that we Mm -hmm. are all living in right now and experiencing like that produces
1: a groan from yep. the people. That are groaning, yep, for sure. And I I think collectively as a country, when tiredness and frustration and we have no sort of compass to look to, a leadership that's gonna guide us forward, mm-hmm. nobody that seems to be thinking what's best for the people, like what about us down yeah, here? Yeah. What about us and everyday Emmaus and Briningsville and Pennsylvania? What about the just normal everyday person? How do we process all this? What do we do with all that we've felt and experienced? Yep. And we groan and long for leadership. And I struggle because I don't see a lot of leadership yep. in any political party, mm-hmm. in any, I don't even know. I don't see a lot of, because I think a leader is someone who can see things objectively, care about the people that are they're leading, do what's right and best for everyone, not just their special interests, mm-hmm. and be objective about it. I, I just see our country, like. Missing that. Yeah. It makes me sad.
0: Yeah. So let's turn it a little bit to the church, okay? Because I think even more sad is it's dividing the church, what's going Mm. on in our country right now. I mean, the church at large, it is dividing people. So let's like just zoom in on sort of from a church aspect and go, okay, people are watching that are Christ followers, call themselves Christians, right? They want to walk with Jesus. But they have friends that are not Christians, right? And their friends are trying to make sense of what in the world is going on. And if their friends ask them a question, you know, some other parent in the PTA, a neighbor, someone, whatever, ask them a question like, hey, aren't you one of those Christian people and you believe in God? What what do you
1: say about all of this? How do you explain all of this? What what would you say? (laughs) I mean, I, I think I'd go right to, man, it's sad to me, just like it's sad to you. I think if Jesus was walking on the face of the earth today Mm. as a man, as he did 2,000 years ago, if he was walking in Pennsylvania or in Washington, D.C. in 2021, he would be sad. Mm. And so as a Christ follower, I don't know how you can look at all of this and not also be sad. And Mm -hmm. so that's one really great point of... Reference yeah. that if other people are sad, yeah. if they're feeling anxious, you can relate because you're feeling anxious. Yeah. If they're feeling afraid, you can relate because you're feeling afraid. Yeah. If you feel loss and they feel lost, you find those emotional, those real connection points. And I mean, I, I think I'd say to them, if God understands that, so bring it to Him. You know, I, I love the Beatitudes, the part of the sermon on the mount where it gives us all these different perspectives about what God blesses and one of the things he blesses is people who mourn. Yeah. If you're mourning things right now, if you're sad, God's going to comfort you. And yeah. he gets it. But I don't I don't know if any of us are in a place politically, theologically to say what is God up to in sure. this moment right now. Yeah. Like what is God doing and where is he? I mean, we're in the middle of chaos, and God is not a God of chaos. Right. But He's doing something. Right. And I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I'm going to keep seeking Him until I find out and figure out. And man, we're just living through, in some ways, some historic times, too.
0: Yeah. You mentioned the Beatitudes. Something that popped into my mind the other day was uh, another one of them is Blessed are the peacemakers, for Mm. they will be called the children of God. I mean, do we need peacemakers right now? And it, it can't just be like where we go, oh, well, there's no peacemakers in Washington, D.C. No, no, we have to be peacemakers, all of us. in What our does that mean? Homes, how our how can I be a peacemaker?
1: Our, yeah. Love, what, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I
0: think it's about seeing and hearing and loving people more than agenda often, right? So you and I might disagree even on something like what happens at the Capitol last week or the election or something like that. But we actually care more about each other than we do being right or oh, convincing yeah. the other person or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, so no, that's good. If of course we want our national leaders to apply that, but we have to apply that just in our homes and mm-hmm. our neighborhoods and yeah, hard stuff. Yeah, so push one more. Okay, for a Christ follower that is just they're sitting at home, they're thinking about it. They open their Bible, they read something, they talk to God, and they just are like, I. How do I make sense of this? Like, you know, for us personally, I see so many Christians right now and and they're going one of two directions often towards anger Mm -hmm. or towards fear. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the deal. Neither of those are from God. Mm -hmm. So what right now, someone that's watching right now, what should they be thinking? What should they be doing with Mm -hmm. pandemic,
1: election chaos, riots? What do they do with all of that? I mean, is God surprised by any of this? No. Is God good? Yes. So you go, when you don't know what to do, you go with what you do know, not with what you don't know. So when I'm confused or I'm struggling or afraid or I can't make sense of something, if I fall towards that, I fall towards that. If I fall towards what I do know, okay, let me think about what I do know today. I know God's not surprised. Mm-hmm. I know God is good. I know God promises to stay with me and to help me His mm-hmm. spirit will guide me. Okay. I got to fall towards that and choose that direction, not fall towards doubt, confusion, pain, fear. None of that helps, but falling on God. He's good. He's not surprised. He promises to be with me always. He's going to help me each step of the way every day. He's going to give me what I need and I have to fall in that direction because anything else is just falling on nothingness. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, right. More, so I don't know, that's what yeah, helps me. It's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, the reality is we're, we're trying to make our way through this yep. like everybody, right? And there is no, like, this is the right answer to get yeah. us out of this. Nope. I mean, it's just the time that we live in right yeah. now. We're going to trust God.
1: And maybe it's going to actually require each one of us to take individual responsibility right. yeah. instead of trying to constantly project, if they did this, if yeah, they yeah. did that, if right. we, you know, it's all, it's like, wait, what's my responsibility? What? And if collectively every citizen, every senator, every congresswoman, every leader took individual responsibility, yeah. collectively that brings us to a better day. Yeah. Good.
0: Here we go. So it's hard stuff, and I don't know if we answered anything or made sense of anything. Maybe we muddied the water more, but like we're just talking through it because it's real. White elephants, though.
1: Like it, when Wh- every all goes when all goes south. White elephants. We got white elephants. See you next time. <laughs>